Thanks for tuning in to localjobnetwork.com radio, where you can find all of your favorite employment-related shows. I'm Katie Chesney, and you've tuned into Job Search Guide. And today we are talking about how to include an incomplete degree on your resume and how to address that in an interview. And we are joined today by Peggy Cook. She is a senior staffing manager at Key Resource Group. So Peggy, as a recruiter, what is your initial thought when you see an incomplete degree listed on a resume? One of the biggest concerns is just making sure that it's reported validly. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, I mean that I'm looking to make sure that if the degree wasn't acquired, that it doesn't indicate that it was. And that if it is a degree that was achieved, then you have a date and you, you don't always have to have a date, but that it's not misleading. You know, employers are definitely looking for honesty and employers are definitely looking for making sure that information on the resume is presented correctly and concisely. Now, if they are representing themselves correctly and they did not finish their degree, does this automatically discount the candidate from consideration, especially if the position requires a degree? I think the answer to that is it depends. Mm -hmm. We have plenty of clients who have a mandate that you must have a bachelor's degree or you must have some certain requirements. However, I think this is a time when you have to make sure your elevator pitch is on par and that you are completely ready to defend why you don't necessarily have that degree that they insist upon having. And this is where On some occasions, a cover letter may explain in further detail that you are still in the process of acquiring your degree or you're in a situation that you had put degree on hold while you raised your family or were in between two particularly tough jobs or something. You've got to have a reason to support why that degree wasn't completed. And I think there's verbiage and there's words that you could use to indicate that it's still in process or that the expectation date is January of 2016 or something along that nature. So you would really recommend using like anticipated graduation date or expected completion date, something like that, just to signify that you're still in the process of obtaining this degree. Absolutely. Or Perhaps if you're acquiring a, let's just say it's a business degree and that you started in 2012 and you don't have that degree yet, I think it's important to say taking courses in or towards, you know, bachelor's degree because you don't want it to say bachelor's degree in marketing when you really don't have that yet. It's just, it's misleading and that's the last thing that you want to present. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, have you ran across some employers who consider a partially completed degree and work experience in lieu of that fully completed degree? Absolutely. We, we have open-minded clients, and I think that's the difference between going to a staffing agency. You go to a staffing agency, you sit down with the staffing, uh, a recruiter, someone who's going to be able to really kind of represent you from a professional standpoint and have an understanding and tell the story. This person has These skills, this experience may not have all of the education that you're looking for. However, they have this, this, and that. So it's a critical component and it's about the introduction. And that's when you have to be able to, you know, entertain the opportunity to get your elevator speech. You've got two to three minutes to say what your your speech is and, and get all your key points down and have an opportunity to really explain your 
your experience and your skill set. So I really want to dive into what to do when determining if it's appropriate or not to list your partially completed education on your resume. So what factors should you consider when you're applying to a position if it's appropriate or not? I think the factors is the the, the relevance of dates and mm-hmm. the length of time that it's been. So let's just say 15, 20 years ago that you were closing in on a bachelor's degree, but it was never fully acquired. You have two classes shy. Either you can leave it off entirely or you can put it in there that partially completed towards. I'm a fan of not having it on there because unless you've achieved it, it just kind of highlights that you weren't able to accomplish something. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some arguments against and, and for that, but I think that's where you need to highlight your experience and your skills as opposed to education. There are going to be some employers that will completely not want to identify anyone in that area because it is something that they possibly would require. But we, you know, again, from our standpoint, very often we have clients who are open-minded about hiring candidates who may not necessarily have the exact education that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Something in your example that caught my attention was being two classes shy of obtaining a degree. I've seen some people include, you know, 160 credits taken towards this degree or something, and it's been years ago. What are your thoughts on including that information of, you know, how many credits short you were, how many classes short you were of actually obtaining that degree? I think it's really important to be able to have to back that up. So Mm -hmm. if you're going to put it on paper, be prepared that someone might look for those transcripts. We do have employers who have asked for transcripts, and those transcripts could be from a great length of time. So, you know, be prepared. If you're going to list that you had a 3-7, you better be able to back it up. Mm -hmm. When you're applying for a specific position, say like a marketing position, and you you almost completed a degree in marketing, and you were, like this previous example, just two classes shy, something happened, you weren't able to finish the degree, However, you have a lot of experience and you think that including that partially completed degree on your resume might really give you an edge. So what are your thoughts on how to explain and really put it on your resume so you're not automatically discounted? That's exactly what we see all the time. And and that's the great example of not every employer will be open-minded, but hopefully they will be. I think the advice there would be to really highlight and make sure that you, unfortunately, almost have to work harder than those who have a degree. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to put stats. You're going to have to indicate some successes in your marketing experience and skills that are going to set you apart. And I think that's what it's all about. I mean, if you don't have that degree, but you have the skills and the experience, you really need to back that up, whether it's putting a percentage of sales that it was increased or percentage of initiatives that you were involved in or a overall number of successes. And it's, it's listing those in that balance of explaining that you're able to accomplish the goals of the job that you're applying for. And what are your thoughts on including relevant courses, especially if it's something that's really key that sticks out in the job description that you have taken a course in? I think that's based on timing again. Mm-hmm. If there were, if you're a new graduate 
And without a lot of experience, but yet you've taken some hardcore courses in a certain business section or a certain segment of anything, then naturally you may want to highlight those. I'm a fan of revamping a resume for a lot of different opportunities because it's not cookie cutter primarily for every single job. You won't want the same resume. So in a case where if you are applying for a specific job that you may not have experiences in, but you have a great deal of education in, that would be important. But if it was from classes that you took 15 years ago, but your work experience is more relevant, then I think you need to highlight the work experience. Another scenario, and you actually just brought this up, are new college grads or people who just fresh out of college, maybe they didn't finish it or they're still in college and they're really looking to get a real job, not an internship, just a real job. So what are your thoughts on how to include that and what to say in an interview? Oh, <laughs> that's loaded. I think there's, there's plenty of ways to you know, market yourself and be very realistic in entering the job market from an entry-level standpoint. And each field that is hiring seems to have different criteria. Certainly, we have clients who are looking to see someone who's motivated, ambitious, and they had some successes while in college. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, if they don't have a lot of actual work experience, important aspects would be internships or any other type of what they did while going to school full-time. But it is challenging getting out there and those first few jobs or the first job that you are able to uncover, highlighting and showing how your education or the experience that you got on your internship is transferable into the real world. Mm -hmm. I can definitely appreciate how, you know, even being a new college grad without a lot of experience, that's hard to find a job. But then being someone who has an incomplete degree, I imagine that makes it a whole lot harder for them to find employment that's related to what they want to do. Absolutely it is. Stay in school, get that degree. <laughs> <laughs> now, the last scenario that I wanted to touch on is, you know, what to do if you did not work at all while you were trying to obtain this degree and not having that on your resume creates a gap in your employment history. Would you recommend to always include it if it creates, a you know, a large gap, like I'm talking like three, four years on your resume? So you're saying that you were working and then you stopped working to go to school? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I think that's kind of natural as long as you're listing your dates. Okay. If you had a relatively successful track record and consistent work record, then departure of that employment put you into school and those dates are kind of aligned that there, weren't, there wasn't a big gap in production, if you will, whether you were working or whether you were going to school. I think that's completely explainable and reasonable. A lot of people do not go to school or do not work while they are in school. We've touched on a little bit about what to say in an interview and addressing, you know, your incomplete education then. And it really comes down to just having a solid reason for why it was not completed. Now, what do you do if you had a, a negative reason for not completing your education? Something like, I just didn't feel like completing it anymore and I you only had two classes left. Something like that. How what would you do to still get a job when you have such a negative thing in your history? I think you have to turn it into something that perhaps that you see now mm -hmm. that you would like to change or work towards. And 
a great example is I struggled, you know, I had two courses shy from getting my bachelor's degree in business administration. I struggled in some accounting classes that were requirements and it really deterred me from getting my degree. However, I feel that my strong work ethic and my motivation has driven me to excel in these areas. So you've almost got to have another game plan. If you can't get that degree, you need to have some type of other experience or skill set to keep yourself marketable, to keep yourself in this competitive workplace. Mm -hmm. That's a really good example that you shared there. However, we are up against the clock today, so I wanted to give you the floor here at the end to share any final pieces of advice or strategies for an individual as it relates to including an incomplete degree on their resume and getting a job with that. Thank you for that. I think it's a, it's very important to remain very open-minded mm-hmm. in that every opportunity is a building into the next. And even if you're starting in one role, it may not be exactly what you're looking for, but get that under your belt, get some successes. And there may not be mobility within an organization, but do the very best as passionate as possible as you can and have your own successes there because that will lead to other opportunities down the road, whether it's inside an organization or to another one. It's important to think about building good references, building good work relationships, because more than likely, uh, you may need to leave an organization in order to better yourself. So excelling at what you're doing, even if it's not everything that you absolutely want to be doing. Mm -hmm. It's about giving it your all and giving it your best every day. And Peggy, I do want to thank you for joining us today and sharing that advice. We do appreciate it. So again, thank you. Thank you, Katie. Have a great day. Thanks. And that will do it for us today on Job Search Guide. We've been speaking with Peggy Cook from Key Resource Group, where she is a senior staffing manager. And if you'd like to find more employment-related shows, head over to aljanradio.com. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for future shows, send our team an email at aljanradio at localjobnetwork.com. And once again, I'm your host, Katie Chesney with LJN Radio, and I'll wish you the best of luck with your job search. 